Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Chasing Spirituality. Thank you for joining me today. If you're new here, my name is Megan and I am the host and creator of Chasing Spirituality. I am a psychic medium, an Akashic Records reader, a Reiki practitioner, and a spiritual teacher. I am really excited to be uh, releasing this episode today because I have started interviewing guests again. Uh, um, I stopped interviewing guests for a little while, um, really just to kind of finish off the year of 2022 so that I could take some time uh, for myself to kind of slow down a little bit. But I was feeling called to reach out and start having guests on the show again in 2023. So this is our first guest for 2023. And I'm super excited about this particular guest because this is a friend of mine that I have met in uh, the spiritual community. We took a mediumship course together and that is how we connected. So I'm really excited to introduce her to you guys. And before we get started, I just want to remind you that you can send your questions for me to answer on a podcast episode to my email, chasingspirituality at yahoo.com, or you can send those to me on Instagram. This will be a episode that I plan to release later this month to answer all of the questions that have came up so far. You can also find out more about me and my services at my website, ChasingSpirituality.com. I do have a few appointments available for January still. And then my calendar is also open for February and for March as well. But there are a few slots still available in January if you want to get something booked with me pretty soon. Uh, channeled coaching is really good for the beginning of the year because it can really help you get clear on what your goals are and really kind of set the tone for the rest of the year. And then of course I have the regular sessions as well, the, the Reiki and the Akashic Records and the mediumship and psychic and all that. So um, just wanted to remind you about that and also remind you that you can you can follow me on Instagram so that you can catch some of my lives. I am going to do live uh, at the end of this month for manifestation tips and tricks and touch on all that like I talked about in the last episode. So make sure that you follow me so that you can get updates on that and you know when I'm going live. Um, the only other thing is if you're interested in the community that's going to be launching in the spring, make sure you join the wait list. This really helps me in the preparation process so that I'm kind of know uh, exactly when I need to launch it and kind of just really helps me get 
uh, clear on my intentions and what I really need to bring forward. So if that's something that you're interested in and you haven't joined the wait list yet, please do that because that really helps me a lot. Also, if you have anybody that you would like for me to interview, anyone in mind that you know you think we would really vibe you think that our messages of really mm-hmm. align send them my way I would love to um, have them as a guest on the show or at least find out more about them and see if we're going to be a good fit together but for now we'll just jump right on into this episode so like I mentioned Elena Kay is a friend of mine we met in a mediumship course and she is also a Reiki practitioner she is a healer uh, a Reiki healer she's an intuitive reader And she's been on this path for a really long time. She lost her father when she was 22. And then she had um, her first child who was diagnosed with autism. And going through all of this, and we talk about this in the episode, you know, it really opened her up to see things differently and to really receive messages from spirit in a way that she never did before. So after getting really clear on her path and spending some time with herself and spending some time uh, getting more familiar and in tune with her intuition and discovering how she needs to provide services to people and how her gifts really um, align with the way that she wants to help the world, she started offering readings to the public. And so she talks about all this and she shares her journey at the beginning of the episode. And um, I really hope that this inspires you. I hope that this uh, really gives you the push and the motivation to know that you can do this. You know, you can do this work. You can do just the same as Elena, just the same as me. So join me in welcoming her. So I have Elena Kay with me here today, and I'm really excited to interview her. We've had this kind of conversation going back and forth about her joining the podcast for a couple months now, but um, we've had to put it off because of holidays and busy (laughs) schedules and things like that. But we met actually during a spirit in spirit circle through a mediumship course that we took together Mm -hmm. and I just really connected with her right away I loved her energy I loved um the way that she delivered messages she's got a really big heart and just a really great way of delivering profound healing messages so I'm really excited to introduce her to you and let her tell you what she's about Thank you. Thank you for having me on this podcast. I'm super excited, super excited. So yeah, do you want me to just introduce myself and who I am? Yeah, yeah. Just um, start by telling us a little bit about you and who you are. Perfect. So uh, my name's Elena and uh, for everyone kind of, I guess, uh, in my uh, spiritual community, my business, they know me as Elena Kay. And I am um, a spiritual coach, I'm an intuitive medium, and I'm a Reiki practitioner, Um, and I've been doing this for a while now, and my main purpose is really to help um, clients just kind of really gain a lot of clarity about their life and what they're going through, and I really through my sessions, whether we're doing coaching or we're doing um, an intuitive mediumship session or even Reiki, the whole purpose for me is to really help clients kind of gain this clarity on what's holding them back from three things that I think we're all seeking, which is joy or happiness, uh, spiritual connection, and to understand what their purpose is here 
right now in the moments and just overall. So that's what I do. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's, you know, uh, I browsed around on your website a little bit before, you know, we jumped on and um, I noticed that you call them in your, your readings, intuitive readings. And mm -hmm. I really love that because while I have, you know, mine kind of categorized, that's really, I guess, what I love to do because it's just so um, individualized and it's so soul serving. Right. And you give just the most beautiful um soul messages you really do when you when you deliver what comes through to you so you. would you mind sharing a little bit about your spiritual path and kind of how you got on this path that led you to um doing uh reiki and mediumship and everything that you do now in your business yeah well it's there it is kind of a story um and I don't know how far in depth you want me to go um but I think for me, it really, um, I would just, I want to just, I guess, say that I think I've always, and I really truly feel this way. I feel like I've really always been awakened to my level of understanding of my path throughout my teenage years. I've been connected since I was little. Um, it's been, it showed up always. Spirit has always showed up many, in many ways throughout my childhood, but my true breakthrough cracking open, I think would say awakening really happened when my um my oldest son was born and when he was born um I was really I had no idea I was about to go on one of the most trying journeys of my entire life I really believe it was what was necessary for me to lead me to my purpose um he was diagnosed with autism at two and a half but when he was born and through the first year, I had a lot of hardship and there was a lot that went through with it. Um, he wasn't meeting the milestones. There was a lot of sickness involved. It was a lot of just trusting my intuitive guts of getting him um, tested and all these different things. And through that time, um, a lot of things were showing up for me, like just these uh, really interesting uh desires to go to the library all of a sudden and like go to the spiritual section and pulling like um specific books that I could not just I was getting through them like in the night because I was breastfeeding and I was obsessed and they were starting to really build my foundation help me crack open and it was when he got diagnosed is when my true cracking open really happened um it was when he was going through therapy it was the moments that did I didn't know how to get through the days the nights um losing hope losing faith and there was a point about I can't even re really truly remember I might have been about three when he was like three and a half four and I just I had this fork in the road I remember it was two options and I heard it so loud and clear and it was, there was a part of me that just felt broken. I felt defeated. I didn't know what his future was going to look like. Um, I didn't know how any of this was going to pan out. And I had a lot of huge support system. But when a you know parent who has a kid on the spectrum or is dealing with any medical disability, I know they understand this. If anyone's listening to this, you know, down the road, it doesn't matter how much support you have, there has to be this internal um, strength that you're, you're searching for. It's this internal faith. It's this internal 
just something to kind of keep, keep you going because you, it's so exhausting mentally, physically, spiritually, it's all of it. And I hit a fork in the road and it basically made me choose, are you going to give up? Or are you going to lean in? And I just felt like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go all in. And I went all in and I don't know what happened, but that was the moment that I would be on like the internet and I would randomly come across, like, I don't even know why felt called to like, go look for um, a reader. I wanted a reading of some sort. And I found out there was a person who did channeling classes and this person served a huge, she was one of my biggest teachers. She taught me how to channel. I took classes with her over and over and I just dove in deep. My intuitive abilities really started to come alive. Things that I had remembered back in my teen years, things that came, that all of it just came basically forward. And I just blossomed and I just, just kept going. And from that point on, there were so many layers and so many things that were just leading back to spirit, helping me with my abilities, helping with my intuition and all of this stuff. And long story short, through all of that, I thought I wanted to be a nurse, uh, which I have so much respect for nurses because uh, I was really doing a lot of medical research and all of that stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm loving this, which I still do. It was the healing aspect that I was really looking for. I didn't understand at the time, but as I was doing all my prerequisite classes and all the stuff, I started to learn how to do readings on the side on my own. I was drawn to studying the tarot. I was drawn to learning channeling classes. I was drawn to all of this. And I started to invite in my friends and doing readings on them. And then they would tell their friends and then people would come over and it was, it literally just went, it just kept on going year after year. And um, then the biggest aha moment for me was when I had my first person in LA that was through a friend said, I would like a reading and I'll pay for it. And I was like, whoa, wait, what is this? But during this time, my husband was like, you know, I think there's something here. There's something here for you. And I'm going to say this. Uh, he goes, I think that maybe this is what you're supposed to be doing you know? And so that's kind of how it all started. There's so much more to it, but really in a nutshell, that's really it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a really, um, it's a really beautiful and interesting story about how it led you down this path and, um, finding out that your son has autism, I know must've been, you know, extremely hard and very, mm -hmm. very challenging and probably still is at times. So when you were going through this, um, I know you said that you were really uh, kind of tapping in intuitively and receiving guidance that way on what to do with your son, I'm sure medically and emotionally. And right. um, at this point, were you receiving messages from your spirit team, your spirit guides on what to do and how to move forward and how to help him and yourself? Yes, I know I was. I, I looking back a hundred percent before the diagnosis, I remember again I just would hear like I, I remember them going to bed and I would just feel this calling to go on the internet and I was typing in all of I felt this need to type in and research their the symptoms for my son and I would just do all of this and it would lead me I would hear like these like the gut feeling but now I understand I was really hearing it like type this in or 
check out this word. And then it would lead me to one thing that would lead me to another thing. And that is actually what I ended up printing and bringing to my pediatrician said, this is what I think my son has. He has leaky gut syndrome. That is a form of autism. And I've never heard of this before, but he has all of these symptoms. And I kept hearing, don't give up, keep going, push it, get the diagnosis, get his fecal matter tested. And I, all of that led me to getting him fully tested by the States. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Like that's an incredible story. And so do you still feel like you really have to use that intuition and that connection to spirit to um, help you parent today? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I have a soon to be 17 year old and a soon to be 16 year old. I mean, oh my God, that is a, yes, that, that is, it is the number one thing I lean in. And, you know, they actually, I have mentioned this um, several times to people, my children, 1000% are my teachers. Um, I think that spirit works through them to work through me. We're using each other to constantly grow, to learn how to navigate this experience, to learn how to let go and let them be and not try to control spirits always showing up for me every single day, several times a day. I sometimes will stop and, and I will find myself saying, okay, this is not feeling right. I'm, I can find myself trying to micromanage a situation or trying to control. And I will say, spirit, show me how to let go, let go. I need to let go of this. So yeah, constantly. I love that. I love that. You know, um, it's, it's really, it's just a whole different experience when we can mm -hmm. really ask spirit to come in and give us guidance on how to raise our kids. You know, it's right. just, it's so profound and it really, for me, it really helps you be able to release that control. Like you said. Yeah. Right. 100%. Yeah. So you mentioned in your story that you have always had this connection, um, even as a child. Um, mm -hmm. So do you have any I guess, experiences that you would like to share that maybe stand out to you or that seem important to kind of uh, touch on that happened to you as a kid? Yeah, I am. Um, I think just the biggest thing that, you know, that stands out to me um, is that, bless you, um, is that I was born in Guam and of all places, just like Hawaii is, it's extremely very sacred spiritual land and so I would be running literally in a jungle with my sisters um growing up and I, I remember my sisters and I remember hearing about the legends of the island and talking about it all the time and um it was I just remember feeling different early on like in a jungle I could feel like things were around me I know this sounds crazy but I just remember my, my middle sister my oldest sister very intuitive also so we would always still talk about this um so early on those type of things I think were already building a foundation um you know right off the bat but then just through just through my early years, um, I could just feel very aware of energy. I would be extremely nervous to be in my room by myself. I would feel literally someone was watching me that wasn't there. So stuff like that, what was always happening. Um, I would have just really intense, vivid dreams as a child. Um, and then through my teen years, I remember very early on, probably around actually around nine through, 
I was always that weird friend that was saying stuff like, oh my gosh, you guys, isn't it so weird we're living right now? Like, where did we come from? And my friends still, I still have these girlfriends still to this day. We're all in our forties and I'm still that, that's, that's me. I'm still that person. So I was always that different child. I was always connected to things. And as I became a teenager and as things moved on, I was seeking people that were going to church. I wanted to go. I was seeking to have religious conversations, even though I was Buddhist or different things like that. So not many teenagers were wanting to go to church. I wanted to go because I could feel like I was at home there. And there's just so many standing, like these items and these things throughout life were just always standing out to me, you know, that are all connected to me, just really trying to find that connection throughout my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's really, um, that's really neat that you, you grew up, uh, Buddhist. So does that mm-hmm. impact kind of your life today? And do you, um, still have maybe some of those, um, lessons and beliefs that still have kind of shape your, your own spiritual life and your own spiritual practice today? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Um, my mom was with me and who was the one who, um, my, well, let's back up. My father was from Birmingham, Alabama. And my mom's right from Japan. And they met one week before Vietnam. And my father is this white man from Birmingham, Alabama. He was Buddhist. He was a very eclectic, unique. Um, he, he was always seeking out spirituality and he, you know, was that really, um, really cool parent that just taught us to try all things, learn new things. And then my mom being Buddhist too, we grew up just having that really strong foundation in our household. So literally it's five 30 in the morning and there is, uh, an incense burning at five 30 AM. You can hear chanting going on for an hour, three times a day, you can't eat the fruit until you bless it first because we believe in energy goes into the food we eat. I mean, I'm still really connected to all of those ideas um, and the ideals behind Buddhism. And I do believe that a lot of the foundation of Buddhism has really, um, really become a foundation of what I've connected to, to the other side and how I help my clients to this day tremendously. That's incredible. Did you know that I'm from Birmingham, Alabama? No way. No, I yeah. did not know that. See? Yeah. I didn't is... know that your dad was from Birmingham either. Yeah, that is wild. And we've never discussed this ever. I mean, why? I mean, there would probably be no reason to, but that is, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. See how it's already, that's a perfect example of connection right there. Exactly. Yeah. You, you connect with who you're supposed to connect with for sure. Right. Yeah. That's really, really cool. That's cool. So now I'm being um, kind of called to talk to you about your spirit team. So mm-hmm. uh, what does your spirit team like look like? Who do um, who do you work with on a regular basis? Oh, I love that. That's a great question. Um, I'm very, I, I know um, I love this question because I think so many people that are starting this practice or who want to become a reader or all of this or wanting to understand how to channel their spirit guides or whatnot. I think it's a very, it's a question we're all curious with. Right. Um, so I have very 
two distinct um, guides that have um, become very apparent to me. Um, I'd probably say in the last eight, eight, nine years have become like, I know what they can look, I actually can feel their energy, but it wasn't until these last eight years, I feel like I can actually can see them in my, my third eye, my mind's eye, right? This makes sense. So there is one that I believe is my master guide who has been with me since before this lifetime and incarnation and many lifetimes before, um, I will describe him. It literally feels like a, a very no nonsense Italian man, um, who probably is in his, um, forties and he's always wearing a gray suit. He's sharp. He's put together and it's no nonsense. I feel that I could understand why I connected to having this type of master guide. I need somebody that just delivers straight through to me without nonsense. And that's what I love. So I would get and understand why I would pick somebody like this, this energy. And the other one is um, an energy that comes from a native American tribe that I can't even to this day um, describe anything else besides it's this massive presence. And I feel I call upon this energy um, in my very, very deep spiritual work. Um, I do believe that he shows up uh, when I need it, but I would say my master guide is there just constantly. So I would say that he, my master guide's always with me, but the secondary shows up when I'm going through some tough times or if I am encountering, uh, I do walkthroughs on homes that are haunted. Um, I definitely will use that energy as my presence to help me to just really feel protected. Yeah, that's really neat. I'm always curious about, you know, who people work with when it comes to their own, you know, spiritual path and their readings. Yeah. And so I just felt called to ask you that. Yeah. And there is a group of angels that I actually do use. This is really interesting. That just came into my practice about a year and a half ago. It was during one of my Reiki sessions that I actually discovered. It was when I was working with a client and I do what's called um, the opening and the opening is a very deep part of the practice um, where I have um, really prepped the client through a really intensive experience. Um, and I explained this to him prior to them knowing this, but it's this, I talk about first to really see if they're okay with this, but we really um, kind of open themselves up tremendously. And I do what's called a cleaning out and I help them really, I go in and I really help them with gentle energy help them really understand how to let go and release these attachments. And prior to doing this, I have an angel team and it feels like a swarm of them that come in and assist me. It's almost like a surgery and they surround my bed with the client there. And after when we do all of this, they pour in their white light and golden energy and it's so beautiful. And that's the, a new team that has come in only specifically during my Reiki uh, sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, the angels normally, they typically come through to, for me when I do Reiki as well. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think they definitely love that, um, that healing and that clearing energy for yes. sure. Yes. I would agree with that. You can feel it. It's a completely different energy. It's, it's so loving, so supportive, so gentle, and they just, I just feel like they just want you to remember that you are love and to 
feel, they want you to feel good. They want you to feel light and loved. And it's just, it's a really beautiful energy. I love working with this team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, um, grew up spiritual, you grew up mm -hmm. Buddhist, and you had all of these um, spiritual connections and all these curiosities. And then you had this uh, opening and this awakening. So mm -hmm. you started offering readings and you thought, I can actually do this. I can actually <laughs> make money doing this. I can support people doing this. So mm -hmm. talk a little bit about your journey through that and how you were able to kind of find yourself and find, you know, what works for Elena and her clients and her energy? Yeah, I, that's such a great question. I think, again, I don't know why I'm even saying this, but I feel like, I feel like there are going to be people who listen to this and who really are really connected to doing readings and want to understand for themselves how to really get started. And I think the biggest thing I really had to learn through this entire process was that my way was going to work for me. I could not compare myself to anybody else. The way I was going to learn, the way I was going to receive the information, the way my methods were going to work for me was only going to work for me. And who, however someone else learns that's how they learn. So I had to, but I didn't realize this at the time. I was like, oh, I'm going to memorize all the book. I'm going to memorize all the cards. I'm going to memorize this. And what's so interesting is every single time, even though I was intuitive and I was doing it, and I'm not saying, by the way, please know that if you read the book or you memorize the cards, that that's the wrong way either. It's what works for you. But for some reason, for me, I... Every time I tried to memorize the card, I could not, for the love of God, remember the information. And so what I decided to do is I started to say, you know what? I needed to develop a relationship with my cards. So I started to do this card of the day and I would just pull the card and I would really sit with the card and I would start to just look at the imagery and I would start to get the feeling and that is what connected more to me and then I would start trusting myself and then through one client and then another client I and then it just started to happen I started to realize that and by the way this didn't happen overnight <laughs> I'll get to that in a second but I started to realize that um I started to develop my own understanding of that type of card in the tarot because tarot, despite which deck you get, it's the same, right? You sell the magician, you have the emperor, you have all of this, that. So I started to understand that, oh, got it. So whenever I pull this card through the client's situations and the reading, I was developing what that card meant for me, not necessarily what the card meant for itself, what it meant for me. My symbolism that I would, that would stand out to me meant something to me, the way that the car, just different energies. And so again, and we went through this in the mediumship class with Allison, which is understanding symbolism that stands out or how we get downloads of a symbol we'll see and a feeling. And that's how we know we're doing the reading. So early on, I didn't understand that. And when I was starting to work at the angel store here in our local town, I brought my, I was like, I'm going to read. And I would bring my little book. And she was like, no, no, you need to really learn. And that was a hard lesson. She said, when you're ready, come back. And I was like, oh, like what? It was my pride. <laughs> but I had to realize she was right. I needed someone to turn me down. I needed someone to say, 
I know you can do this when you're ready, trust it and come back. And she did. When I was ready, I came back and I took off and I just had to get over this fear that I was, I was trying to do it perfect. And you can't, it's, it's, you're in flow, you're receiving, you got to trust and let go. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I love, I love that so much. And I agree with that a thousand percent. And it's a lesson that I've had to learn on my own journey. You know, I've, I did the same thing. I, I got tarot decks and I thought, okay, well, I will memorize what every card means. And then it was way too difficult because that's a lot of cards to memorize. And <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like I have four kids. I don't have the time to memorize those, those cards. And then right. I was like, okay, well, I'll try Oracle cards then. Mm-hmm. And again, I would try to memorize the cards and then I, I even did the same thing with my podcast. You know, I would think, okay, I'm going to rehearse. I'm going to have all of these questions that I'm planning mm-hmm. to talk, um, to ask guests, or I'm going to have all of these topics that I'm going to talk about on this particular episode. And I would have all of these notes and I would read from the notes. And then one day, you know, when I was recording an episode, I was like, I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to yeah. blow. I'm going to just say what needs to come up. And it ended up being like one of my number one episodes at that time. And so I started recording every episode that way. I didn't, I mean, I would have like an idea of what I wanted to talk about, or I would have an intuitive feeling or a knowing of what was coming up, but I wouldn't take any notes. Um, If I had a particular message that I received, I would write it down, but I wouldn't do any, any research. I wouldn't make any references. I would just talk. And that's when my podcast really started to shift and I started to really attract you know, the people who resonate with me. And so I say this all the time on my podcast. And when I talk to um, clients and stuff is there's people out there that are looking for you. There's people out there that are going to resonate with you and your energy and your style. But if you're acting like someone else or you're copying someone else's words or you're reading from a book, Mm -hmm. they're not resonating with you. That's so on point. Yes. Yes. Because you're not being authentic. Right. And I feel like even with you, when you decided to take that leap of faith for yourself, the reason probably why it took off is because that in itself is the most perfect example of how to trust your intuition. Cause that's what you're doing right now, right? You're doing a reading in a sense. You're, this is an intuitive experience here. You're trusting yourself to ask the next question and you're trusting this flow. And you're right. That's exactly why things take off because you're trusting your authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anytime I try to over prepare, you know, when I get mm-hmm. in my ego and I let the mm-hmm. fear start bubbling up, yeah. it never goes how I planned. And I end up <laughs> either feeling like it didn't go very well, or I end up just forgetting everything that I wanted to say or do anyways. And I just right. end up doing it intuitively anyways. Right. Right. It's so true. It's so, so, so true. Yeah. So what are some um, techniques or what is some advice or things that helped you get through some of those fears that come up when, you know, you want to be authentic and you want to put yourself out there or you want to start doing readings or, you know, anything like that. But obviously ego likes to come in and tell yeah. us that you know we're not good enough or, you know, whatever kind of doubts and fears that bubbled up for you. What are some things that um, kind of helps you get through that? Well, it's interesting that we're talking all about this because, I just received the keys to my office um, last um, September and I really 
since I started doing readings and since I've started to develop, it would start, it would start with, I'm going to come long story or is long story, but I'm gonna make it short here, but I'm still in my own way in different ways going through it. Right. So it doesn't matter if it's the beginning where I had to take the leap of faith and get rid of the book and trust myself and learn the cards. Then the next step was like, Ooh, I really want to charge because I I'm starting to feel this is a lot of energy work or, Oh, I really want to really show myself now what I could do on having on Facebook live. Like that was a hard thing for me to do. I remember that you can go back by the way to my very first video I did. And I still will check in on that sometimes as a check-in for myself, be like, be proud of how far you've come, see how far you've grown, how much you've grown or wow, like that person, Elena back then did not understand how far she could go now. Like look where you're at now. So uh, I was, everything I do, I'm still finding out how it's still in the same thing. Like I'm still trying to understand how to break that new barrier, expand myself more, lean in on the un uncomfortable feeling of like, Ooh, can I trust this? But what I've learned that my method now, or my way I approach it now is my biggest thing I've learned in this last year more than ever is I want to show up 100% be like, I want to show up even when it's so uncomfortable. And when you feel like you don't know what to say next, those are the moments you're going to grow the most or to trust yourself. You're going to say the right thing, or you're going to trust yourself. You're going to channel that energy the right way or that you need to trust yourself that you can really grow and expand your community or try new services and create new classes, I'm just going to go for it. And so all last year, I kept saying yes to everything. And little, you don't know this, but on one of my manifestation sheets was I want to be um, either start a podcast or be part of a podcast. And I, I'm totally open to the universe of let it happen. And again, it's a yes experience. And uh, someone else reached out to me and then you, you and I talked and connected about it. And so it's this kind of like leaning into the yes and trusting that I would rather be uncomfortable and grow than to sit in the, I don't know if I can do it, or I don't know if I should do it and be stagnant because being stagnant just kept me locked in into a really low energy point. I don't, I don't want to sit there. I don't want to be there. I want to go all in. And I don't think it's easy, but I think you have to just, you have to make a commitment and anything that you do, whether you know, you want change, whether it's something so simple or going really, really big um, or quitting your job or going for some, it doesn't matter what it is the underlying thing that you have to accept right off the bat is you're going to be uncomfortable, but through the uncomfortable is where you're going to get to know who you are, your message, your power. You're going to tap into all these beautiful energies about yourself, the confidence you're going to gain all of this and you're going to grow. You're going to grow. So the next thing you do becomes a little bit easier and then easier and easier. So I, I trust that everything I do I go, okay, cool. Oh my God, I just did that. I just did that. So now what now can I do? What now can I do? So that's kind of how I've been approaching things. Mm -hmm. Yes, 
Yes, 100%. I love all of that. And I don't know <laughs> if it was your God or my God, but the phrase came to my head that said, stop feeling sorry for yourself. You uh, know, like it really came through kind of like that tough love feeling. Like you can yeah. sit around and you can sit in your fear and you yep. can stay uncomfortable. Um, you can stay in your comfort zone and you can right. stay playing the victim or you can, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself and you can right. decide it's okay to be uncomfortable and get comfortable being uncomfortable so that you right. can grow and you can expand and it's scary and it's not ever going to stop being scary. But right. I've learned from my journey because I still, I still get scared all the time. Every time I do mm-hmm. something new, I still get scared every single time I get a mediumship session mm-hmm. and I offer it regularly. I don't get as scared <laughs> with my psychic sessions, but with mediumship, spirits always came through spirits right. never let me down but there's just this what if nothing comes through what am I gonna do right <laughs> and I, I still get nervous every time right. but I won't take them off my offerings because I know that it's going to push me to grow because if I'm still uncomfortable then there's yeah. something that I still need to learn there's something that I still need from this and so I keep yes. doing it yes and I uh, I love that so much because it reminded me that one of the things I do is I jump ahead of myself. So like, let's say I want to try something, I'll jump ahead and I'll say, okay, what's the worst case scenario? (laughs) What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Okay. So you make a fool of yourself for a quick moment. Then what are you going to do? You giggle and you're human and you're authentic and you're real. Because when you are all of that in front of your community, they get to see that we don't have to be perfect. That Mm -hmm. is always what I want to show people. This is not about being perfect. We're meant to explore and learn and grow and try new things. It's like a playground, like how, like be a kid this and like learn. And every single time, like when we've done those mediumship circles, they are intense, but I remember even in those, I mean, that's why a lot of times I would go first because I just wanted to just say, okay, this is it. That was me growing a lot during that time. I was like, you just got to go all in. And not all of them were always perfect in the moment, right? And then over time, I would say, okay, I can trust this. And the more I started trusting, my my reading started to shift and I could lean in deeper. They were, I got more clarity and I can see things and they were becoming more clear in the readings. And so that is it. You just have to see like, what is the your worst fear about this? And then look at the fear and say, is that really true? Is that really true? Or am I just creating that in my mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, doing the uh, mediumship course was really, really scary for me. It was a really big step for me as well. And I had never done mediumship readings for anyone. And so mm-hmm. I was so hesitant to deliver those messages, you know, and to share But I kept telling myself, I was like, if you don't share, you're not going to receive what you need. You're not going to grow. You're not going to receive validation. And like you said, I think the worst thing that happens is I get something wrong. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong. I tell myself now that when I do get um, intuitive information, doesn't mean that it's wrong. It just means that the interpretation is off because a lot of times I still received the information. It's just maybe I delivered it in a way that the sitter can't understand. Right. Exactly. And by the way, you did such beautiful work. And, and I think that that's, 
I think it was having like you and the other, you know, lovely ladies in the circle just showing up. And I, we all knew we were scared, but because mediumship is completely a different feel than just a psychic reading, right? It's a completely different experience. There is a responsibility that's completely, I don't know, there's a different energy level there. Um, and it's so it's, and there's no tools, it's just trusting full channeling. And it's so, so that is like, we are in full trust mode here. And the one thing I, I will say that you just touched on is it's okay to not get it right. And I still allow myself that flexibility, um, always and every day I, well, I'm, I'm sitting for an hour with a client and some of them are called cold readings. I've never met the person before they're sitting in front of me and I have to deliver a story, um, that they're not telling me anything. I have to just trust fully in the experience of like, this is what's happened. This is where you come from. This is the energy I'm getting. This is the spirit coming in. This is who I'm feeling. This is someone who's passed on and you just have to go with it and just trust and flow. And you're right. The interpretation is like a signal. It might just be offered that one thing, or maybe that client is not as open and in tune. It, it takes two of you to make this work. So, um, and the third, which is the conversation with the other, you know, the other side, whether it's you're pulling in a, a loved one that's passed on, whether it's your spirit guy, there's a lot happening in a reading. So, you just have to really just, you know, give yourself grace and patience and just fully just love yourself and trust yourself and, and know that you can do it. It's really important. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. You, you said that so well, you know, it takes a lot of um, being vulnerable and it takes a lot of compassion for yourself. And that's why years ago I could have never done something like this because I, mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of self-love and a lot of compassion for myself. So starting from the ground up and really working through you know, your blockages and working through what, you know, is holding you back and what um, you need to heal is a great way to get started to where you can eventually start your own path, whether that's mediumship or psychic readings or, right. or Reiki or nursing or whatever that looks like. For you. Right, right. Exactly. Whatever it is, we're all taking that leap of faith. It doesn't matter um, what it is that you want to do. It's true. Yeah. So um, what kind of I guess, what what do your sessions typically look like when you work with clients and you do readings and, you know, you do your intuitive work? What does that, what does that look like most commonly? I'm, I know that it's probably very individualized based on what the person needs, but um, yeah. can you just kind of give us a little bit of an example of what, I guess, that structure looks like? And then maybe yeah. you could do a little mini reading on me if you want. Yeah. So I... First and foremost, like the first thing I would say that comes, you know, um, just in any of my sessions is I don't care how many times I've seen you, everyone knows that are, that are like my loyal clients, they come back, um, or anyone, or you've referred somebody, they all know it. I don't want to know anything. I don't, I don't want to know anything at all. Um, I want to do what's called a cold reading. I want um, I have developed this relationship with my spirit team um, where I kind of 
also tell them like how I want to work and they tell me how this is going to work. Cause so one thing I want to say is I think when we are all light workers, whether we are a medium or we're psychic medium, intuitive medium, whatever you want to call that specific title you connect with, we have our own way of delivering messages and we have our own purpose in the messages in itself. Right. And so for me personally, the biggest thing I do is I start off by, I pull my cards right off the bat. And once I lay them down, I really don't even need them. I mean, I can show them here and there some stuff, but it's, I, I'm boom, I'm cracked open. And then the minute that happens, I start telling them, I always usually start off with your present experience. We go really deep into why are you here with, there is a root, there is a root thing you're working through, whether it's a root situation with yourself, with somebody, with your work, um, whatever this is, it could be maybe you're in a really dark space right now. You are just really lost. So I imagine a will. That's how I explain it. And in the center of it is, is what we're working with first. And every line kind of like a spoke leads all to the same thing. It's all connecting back to this root thing. So I usually start there and from there I will make it like, right. We talk about impressions. Like sometimes they'll use my personal experiences um, and then I'll bring them up and they'll say, Oh my gosh, yes. I just said that to my friend yesterday. Like stuff like that will come up and then they can, you can see the clients start to become warm, more vulnerable, more open. So my, my guides and I've developed this way to help the client whether they've never had a reading before, or even if you've had five readings for me in the past, it doesn't matter. We want to make that connection first so you can understand who we're working with. And then from there, we go deep into everything. It's very tailored to every client. I have had, um, usually my spirit team will always show up and say, Let's talk a little bit about now, but also where they came from and why they're going through this. We want to show them that this is something they're having to work through. This is the energies that are kind of around them right now or what's coming up. Um, and this is what they need to really release. This is this kind of mindset they're working through. This is this experience they need to kind of go through right now because this is either something they, they've developed, this story, this illusion that they developed over time that's been conditioned to them, that they believe that they are either not good enough because maybe they came from a past that didn't provide a, an experience to make them feel very trusting of money or relationships or whatever it is. And sometimes my spirit will be very specific and give uh, very much. They'll go into detail about a past relationship that I will get details like that. Or sometimes the parents will come up and they will have me describe the dad to a T or the mom or an aunt. They are very specific. They want to make all these connections because those characters, those people have played a massive role into why that person's conditioned now into believing they're not good enough or they can't be successful or they need to stay the way they are. They can't see any other way out. But also sometimes we'll go into other lifetimes. Sometimes they'll show me that this has been a repetitive thing over many lifetimes. It's not just the now. So that's kind of what we work with. And then I always give homework. A spirit team always gives the client homework. Like if you want to understand how to move forward on this, this is what they're suggesting. Right. And so they'll give them really good pointers or 
um, how they can change subtly their energy, how it make massive ripple effects. It could be anything from moving your body. It could be from um, doing breath work. It could be anything from starting to journal or maybe starting to take classes, uh, everything. So that's kind of the gist of just my intuitive mediumship readings. But I do other stuff like classes, circles. I'll do like coaching. Uh, coaching is very similar, but that's more, they have me for four weeks. We break everything down. That's very, very uh, intensive work. So yeah. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds really incredible. And it sounds very, very unique because it's, it's different from what I do, you know? And so I love to hear kind of um, the way other psychic mediums work and how they work mm -hmm. their sessions and stuff. And so I think that, again, that just goes to show that, you know, you really do what's best for you. You read the way that works for you and works for right. your energy and your spirit team. And it's perfect. And I, right. and I just, I love that. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, it it's interesting because I thought I was only going to be just doing intuitive readings, but then what started to happen is I realized I loved the coaching aspect. So it's like you're getting two worlds. It's like you're getting the mediumship world, you're getting the intuitive aspect from me. That's and then I pull the coaching. So it's all of it mixed together. It's it's a blend. Um, so you get a bit of coaching from that's being channeled through me it's very intuitive but then you're getting very distinct very clear messages from your spirit team and from the other side mm -hmm. so it's all, we're all yeah. working together to support you mm -hmm. yeah coaching is my favorite as well because like you said we get to really pull from all of our resources we get to pull from spirit we get to pull from our team and their team and guides oh. and it's just it's so unique. And to me, it's just such a profound experience that mm -hmm. it's definitely my favorite thing that I offer. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's really, really cool. Yeah. So do you want to do a showcase a, how uh, a session goes? Sure. Yeah. And I don't have any of my cards with me right now. So do you want just to riff or how do you want to go? Whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, yeah, let's just go for it. So it's interesting as I was talking, so this is what happens, right? As I was talking, I was, I actually had a moment where I felt a little bit out of body because I was tapping into your energy already. And I'm like, whoa, I can't, I need to focus here. So it's this, so this is interesting. Um, so the way I can explain it is I feel my, my spirit team makes me feel energy. Okay. Um, and so I feel it and then it kind of creates this uh, conversation that happens there. And I'm going to just do my very best. So the first thing I want to just talk about is kind of um, your energy right now. Just there's something about your energy they want to bring up. There feels, it feels like, I know we had already kind of talked about the exhaustion, but there's something more behind it. It's not just exhaustion. There's like more of a pinpointed situation as to why you're exhausted. Now, there's several things from this. I would say um, the first thing I'm getting is that I just heard this. And they're telling me there is an inefficient way you're using your energy. So it feels like um, there is this belief system that I have to you know, go above and beyond, put in all of these long, long, long hours to produce, to be successful, to be all of this. And they're saying wrong. We actually want you to understand that all you need to do is set the intention within 
the couple of hours, whether it's per day, three days a week, per week, and that intention and that time that you put into that energy, you just need to know that that is your 100% and that is enough. It is good enough. You don't do need to do anymore. And to really just working through, like shifting a mindset behind um, understanding how to use your energy. The exhaustion is actually coming from your mind. The, there's an overworking in the mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a physical part, but it's starting with the mind. Actually, my mind's being overworked. There's like, like I actually, if I tap into your energy of your mind, it feels like there are so many things on the to-do list. There's a point where I don't even see any of it anymore. It doesn't matter if it's the first 10. I There's too much to do. So again, it's simplifying things in your house, simplifying your day, simplifying what you're doing in the month. And just knowing that that simplicity in itself is enough to really produce massive ripple effects and you will be successful. You don't have to go so hard all the time to produce. So the biggest thing for you is, is really clearing out the mind and really coming back to the simplicity of things. And really, um, I was listening to this most beautiful meditation. Again, this is called an impression for those who don't know, but they're using a, an experience I had last night and they're actually having me deliver it to you. So Ram Das is this huge spiritual teacher, right? Unfortunately, he's not alive here in the human experience, but still is here. And I was listening to this random, just picked it. It was a, a random meditation and it was said, just be here just be here. It was be here, be now. And in the meditation, it allowed us to, you know, whoever was listening to just realize that we can be so here in this present moment of the now that we don't have to be everywhere at right now. We can just be here. So that is a message for you is really understanding that being present with you during the day, like having moments where you're more present throughout the day, you're going to actually be more efficient with your energy. And in those times, trusting that you can let go of that, you have the, the this belief system that you have to hold on to every thought or you have to be everywhere right now. Because I feel like you're so split. You're so split. But what's interesting is when you're doing stuff like this is when you are actually practicing the most presence with yourself. But it's the minute you get off of this or you're not doing this work, you don't know how to tap back into this. You think they're separate. And spirit's like, no, what you're doing now is you can tap into many times during the day. That makes mm -hmm. any sense to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's interesting because what I keep feeling there's something even, sorry, are you okay with all this so far? <laughs> I know yeah, it's a lot yeah. of information. Okay. Um, the next thing I keep hearing is that this shift, this new mindset, the how we're going to help you. We're, that's what they're saying, by the way. They're fine-tuning your energy codes in your body. So we're really helping you. When I say we, this is your spirit team saying that they're actually helping you releasing and decoding old systems that no longer apply to you. So your job is to not only to allow that to happen, but to be a co-collaborator with this and to actually take that same energy into your physical presence, meaning your environment, something about your house, like 
really simplifying, decluttering, cleaning out, making your life so simple. We don't need all this stuff. There's something about that. Um, there's this whole simplicity to your whole year. You're actually going to see more growth this year because you're going to finally come to terms and accept that you're really ready to let go of all these things you thought you wanted to do and really hone in only on those, like you said earlier, what you want to do. That is very aligned with your energy right now. And also that it's okay that this is, this can just be what it is this year and next year you might feel completely different. So your job is to be in such flow with all of it, not to be so holding on to that this is only what it's going to be no it's like this how it is right now and maybe next year i might add on a different service but right now it feels very simple and i love that feeling for you yeah yeah all of that resonates really hard um because i still have um my corporate job okay so i feel like that's really what has my mind bogged down because that's not where my heart is my heart is in this work like you said this is when I feel connected this mm. is when I find that joy is when I'm doing my spiritual work when I'm doing my sessions and my podcast but right now um financially I'm still dependent upon my corporate job and that has mm. caused me a lot of stress but as far as my energy goes I have to put energy there but there's no desire to put energy there. So one, if you don't mind, if I just jump in really quick on that. Um, I don't know if you're, are you still here? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, what's so interesting about that is they just said that we want to help you see that everything that you are working with in this human experience, the job that you don't think has anything to do with you, right? This is something about this. It's like, I'm putting the, the job I don't want to do over there, the things I don't want to do over there. And they said, please know that everything is actually part, all of it is meant for you to work through right now. Even if you are feeling like, oh, I don't have a connection with it. They're telling you to shift. This is another reason why your mind is exhausted, why you're physically exhausted and why the energy is being used inefficiently. They're saying that we want to help you shift your mindset about seeing that job over there, bringing it into your energy space and saying, I am actually going to shift my energy and perspective about the job and say, thank you for being what you're able to be to provide me the means in this human experience to have the monetary means to pay the bills, to do what I need to do, that you are giving me the foundation that I need to explore my true passion, my true, de I'm developing this expansion over here on this side, because there's a part of me that has to work through in a parallel existence as I'm letting go this, let, letting this go, which is the job you really want, don't want to do a little bit less. I can move forward and expand more on the other thing, which is my podcast and my business. So they want to help you shift the mindset about how you see your job. Um, and once you start doing that and realizing it's actually all part of the spiritual experience, you will actually feel energetically different and actually have a, an, an increase to your energy. Mm, yeah, I definitely can feel that. And that's really resonates with the messages that I've been personally receiving from my spirit team. And, okay. um, it's definitely gotten better. A couple of weeks ago, I was really not feeling the job and so I kind of tuned in and also was feeling that that you know 
you're where you're at for a reason and you've just right. got to own that and you've got to learn, you know, to embrace that and be where you're at. And so that definitely hits the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it goes back to, um, it goes back to my son having his diagnosis, right? No one wants to go through something like that. Nobody wants to feel like they're not feeling joyful about their job. Nobody wants to feel like, um, you know, that they're having family issues. We don't want to have these experiences because what we're really saying is it's uncomfortable and it's painful. But these experiences actually provide a lot of feedback for us. They make us, they, they're, they're here to challenge us. They're here to provide these opportunities of mere work and growth. And so just see your job. Like if you were to ask yourself, what about that job right now is really showing up to really be in your face? Like, what is it forcing you to kind of come to grips with? What is it challenging you with? Like, what is about that job? Like, maybe it's the stagnation of it. Like, maybe you need to recreate new energy in it. Maybe there's something there. Because if you think about just that in general, like if you're stagnant, for instance, I'm not saying that you are, if you're stagnant there and you need to create new energy, you're not just creating new energy for that job. You're learning how to create new energy just in general that you're going to be able to apply towards your new business, towards your business right now. So it's the same, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. I really, I really like that. And I do feel like they've been um, kind of urging me to see things differently, to see things mm -hmm. like, like you said, to see where I can make little subtle changes in my day to day to um, make more energy and to see things in a way that um, does make me feel like I am being tested or, um, being, um, able to like grow and expand and, right. um, learn lessons and then also find fulfillment in other ways, especially here within the last couple of weeks. So it's, yeah. it's, it's shifting <laughs> and you're doing a great job. But the other thing too, is like, have you noticed that when someone's not meant to be somewhere the universe and your spirit team will make it a point to get you out of there. Does this make sense what I'm saying? And that hasn't happened yet for you. So your right. spirit team is telling you, let's just sit here a little bit longer. There's some stuff we can learn here, you know? So I, I hope that makes sense to you because I've had so many clients that will say to me, oh, I don't like this job anymore. I'm like, okay, we'll just sit and sit in it, learn, gain some introspection. And literally they will come back for my and They're like, would you believe that they let me go and they offered me this pension package or this compensation package? And I was able to like finally do the right I need to do. And I'm like, yeah, because it's right. Because you let go, you let mm -hmm. go. And so yep. that is your biggest thing is just to let go and be in flow with all of it right now. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'd say like, probably like a month or two ago, I was like job hunting because I was like, I don't even, I was like, I don't even want to be here anymore. So I was putting in applications and I was being contacted by recruiters. And then the recruiters would be like, oh, we love you. We think you're a perfect fit. And then crickets. And so a couple, like probably a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just letting it go. You know, yeah. if I am meant to go somewhere else, if I am meant to be somewhere else, the opportunity will present itself to me. I'm not chasing anything. I'm not stressing anything. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I get the message <laughs> loud and clear. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's funny. I love yeah. it. Yeah, but you know, it's 
is definitely hard sometimes, you know, when you don't always see it that way, especially yeah. when we have had a really bad day or when our energy is really low. And so, you know, getting a reading from someone like Elena, someone like me, or another reader that you resonate with, it's a really great just opportunity for someone to validate something that you're already yeah. feeling. So for me, in this case, I was already feeling a lot, you know, a lot of the things that Elena just told me. And she validated that for me that I was interpreting the signs and the messages correctly. Or, you know, if you are completely lost and you don't know why this is happening to you, or you don't know what the block is, you don't know what the next step is, you know, this is, this is what readings and coaching are, are made for. They're really right. here to help guide you and put you on your next path. Yeah. And I, I love that. Thank you so much. That's, that was so beautiful. I, I would agree with you. I think if anything, that is what a reading does. Some, I have a really beautiful girlfriend and she, um, she, my, my dear friend says, said this the other day that, um, it's not that they, that you, the client does not know what it is that you're feeling or that you, you know, that you're, that you don't have the answer. I actually believe that all of us already know, we already know the answers, but sometimes we just need um, to just hear it from somebody else. And she said that what she feels I do for her is I help her sing her song. And I just, uh, it melted my heart. Like I, she's like, you're, you're singing my song out loud to me. So it's re, it's, you're bouncing it back to me. And once I hear it, I can feel it. And then I know. So, right. I mean, I've had those readings from people before and it's, it's what we were doing for each other in the mediumship classes. We were, we already, you already knew, but you just having someone else say it for you. It's like, oh, thank you. I just needed that confirmation. Mm, yes, absolutely. You know, we're just a mirror. We're just a mirror reflecting back to you, what you already feel, what you already know, what's already inside of you. And it just really helps you receive that validation to say, yes, this is exactly what I was feeling. This is what I was thinking. This mm -hmm. is what I was, you know, feeling intuitively or being nudged to say or do. And it just, it really helps that, um, it helps receiving that external validation for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, before we go, would you like to share how people can find you or anything else that you, we didn't really get to touch on today? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, people can find me, um, at my website is probably my main place, which is, um, elenak.com and that's E L A I N A K.com. I had to spell it out. <laughs> um, and then from there I'm on, you know, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Um, I offer pick your car free pile readings. I do lives. I do reels. I kind of show you kind of what's going on in my life. I help inspire you guys through cards and messages from spirit. So it's a really fun place to be. I'm in multiple platforms, kind of just offering a lot of guidance for free um, for the community. So yeah, that's how you can uh, reach me. And then from that website, you can click on work with me and, you know, work with Elena. And then there's like my intuitive readings and um, we can do it through zoom. Like, you know, it's like we're doing here on the phone or in person. So obviously you're local. That is amazing. And she also shares really awesome decorating videos too. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love, yeah, I love it. 
Yeah, I love it. I love watching all of your like circle videos and how you construct Aww. all the beautiful crystals and the flowers. Like it's just, oh, it's just so Aww. aesthetically pleasing for me. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. It's, you know, that is a, I just want to, that's a great message in itself. What, if you want to know what you're meant to do, like, or, you know, or what you're supposed to do, like, as far as like anything, right? What do you love? What's your passion? And one of my many passions is I love decorating. And so, you know, it's interesting because those are the videos that get a lot of hits. But why is that? It's because it's very authentic to me. And so that's a great message in itself. Like, show the world who you are and all the angles that you are. We're not just one thing. And, you know, I love decorating. I love Disney. I love all of my ridiculous stuff. And it's who I am. But I might hit that person out there in the community that resonates with that. And they find out, oh, she does readings too. Or you never know. So just show who you are. Yeah. What Do you know your sun, moon, and rising? Um, My sun is Leo. Um, my moon is, um, Scorpio and my rising, I could not remember what it is. I think it's, oh goodness gracious. I think it's Virgo. I think it's yeah. Virgo, which I was like, real, I didn't realize that that's what it is. Yeah. I, I think it's Virgo. That balances that, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, so what is yours? Um, sun is Sagittarius. Moon is Taurus okay. and my rising is Leo. Oh my goodness. So we're right. So we're uh, sisters here because Leo, Sag, Sagittarius and Aries are a trine. And I have so many Taurus people in my life. I, my nieces, my husband, I'm surrounded by them. I think Taurus people are just amazing. And Leo, I mean, that's crazy. So, Wow. <laughs> That's yeah, really yeah. cool. Well, it's so great to have you on and maybe we'll do another collaboration in the future. Yes, I would love that. Thank you so much for this. It was so nice to talk with you and I really appreciate um, you having me on. It was just so much fun talking with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love.